everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from uh, uh, extraordinarily beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to be talking about uh, a, a very odd and unique Mormon belief. I suppose they're all odd. Uh, but uh, Heavenly Mother. One of the many ways in which Mormonism is a polytheistic religion. Yeah. Uh don't be fooled, kids. Yeah. They are not, They're not monotheists. No. They, uh, they, and, and, and there's been this newfound fascination with Heavenly Mother. It was always hush-hush Heavenly Mother when we were growing up. Yeah. But now it's like people actually are willing to acknowledge Heavenly Mother in like more official settings. There have been books that have come out about Heavenly Mother. Yeah. Uh, I think there was like a picture book last year or something really? like that for kids. Anyway, let's get to it later. That will be all coming up on the second half of the show. Yeah. In the meantime... You know what I'm going to do? Uh, because uh, people don't... A lot of our listeners don't realize that we that we do video, too. I'm going to adjust this lamp for our uh, <laughs> for our YouTube uh, oh, viewers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, it's off-centered, and Dan is centering it. Beautiful, Dan. Perfect. There. I want everyone... Every, every, everyone who appreciates our show in any of the formats, I want them all to get a good a good quality uh, yeah, it, experience. Yeah. It all must be, must be good. <laughs> and uh, speaking of good, mm. Dan, yeah. what do you think of those razors that we have uh, been using? Let me tell you something. Uh, increasingly, uh, it is important in these hot days of summer. Now, mm. our... You know... If you're one of our Australian listeners, just flip this to another time uh, to next Hit pause for to, six months to six months. But man, <laughs> you want to get as much of that hair off of you as you can. Oh, dear God, because it is scorching out there. Uh, and the way to do it is Harry's dot com. Harry's dot com. You're going to get uh, it's a subscription service. You're never going to run out of razor. You're, you're, yeah. you're never going to have to use a dull razor again because never. it just comes to you. Right. When you're when you when you need it most. Ta-da, it's there. You get another one, yeah. Um, you can try it for free because... Uh, Which is really fantastic and amazing. Because you and I, Frank, are generous and like yeah. to give to our people. Yeah. Uh, well, and that shows such a, a faith in their own product. Right? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Because they know it's good. Because they got, the, they got their own factory. Mm -hmm. They're making their own blades in mm -hmm. Germany. Precision engineered blades. Yeah. So you got the five blade head. You get the weighted ergonomic handle. You get uh, that shave gel that you and I love so Adore. much. Adore. Um, Adore. Yeah. And the, and the travel blade cover, you get all of that for free. Mm. Uh, all you pay is some shipping. Um, and then, and, and, you know, you do it through our portal, harrys.com slash TGIA. That's easy enough to remember. Yeah. Thank God I'm atheist, TGIA. You go to harrys.com slash TGIA. Uh, and if you hate it, Harry stands behind the quality, so uh, basically they've created this trial offer. You, you're out nothing. Right. Uh, and then Fantastic. you just cancel, and it's no big deal. So make sure you go to harrys.com slash TGIA to redeem your offer and let them know that uh, Frank and I sent you. Yeah. And help support the show. Indeed. Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Turns out that this Pope Francis guy what? is an evolving figure. Who is this fellow? He, oh, good Lord, man. I don't know. I honestly don't know who he is. Right? Like, he could show up at my door and I, I, I wouldn't know who he is. <laughs> I'd be like, who, who are you? Who, who, who are, are you? you? Who is this Argentine stranger <laughs> bursting through my uh, door? Yeah, you know, I mean, this is the man who... Oh, has been, uh, he, he sort of knows how to give a nod to like the more progressives, uh, in the world. He knows how to uh, talk to them liberal yeah. Catholics. He may not do a ton on those issues, but right. he knows how to talk the talk to them. Well, he's actually talking the talk big time, uh, to, uh, CEOs and top executives of the fossil fuel industry. Oh, he actually hosted a bunch of them oh. at, uh, the Vatican, um, uh, including the CEO, the CEO of British Petroleum, so the the chief executive of BlackRock Inc. 
the chief executive of Exxon Mobil. Oh my! Right, they were all here for this this uh, fossil fuel and climate change uh, meetup uh, that was uh, entitled "Energy Transition and Care for Our Common Home." It was co-sponsored by the University of Notre Dame. Wow! And, and Exxon actually sent somebody. That's their great. top people. Wow! To be delivered the message of. Uh, a need to hasten a transition away from fossil fuels. And he, so he says, guys, guys, there's no time to lose. This is a challenge of epical proportions. Civiliza- civilization requires energy, but energy use must not destroy civilization. Uh, he praised them, you know, for being there and for adjusting some business practices uh, to reduce emissions as climate change worsens. Uh, but he said it's not enough and that a radical transition to new forms of energy must happen now. That, cat- that there's a catastrophic uh, rise in global temperatures, harsher environments, and increased levels of poverty. Those are the things that are at issue with climate change. What does it say about the world in which we live where the head of a dogmatic organization mm-hmm. is more in touch with what the science is saying mm-hmm. than the head of our country. Oh, it's bad. That says something really scary to it's me. A, it's bad for us, um, but I think it's good for the world that the Pope is coming out yeah. so strongly. And, like, you know, the Pope summons you to the Vatican. I don't care who you are. You fucking show up, right? I would. Right. Like, I I, I think you're a top executive. You run a huge corporation and the Pope says, hey, there's this uncomfortable thing I need to tell you. Right. But you're coming and I'm going to tell it to you. Yeah. I think you just go and do it. I mean, it's not like it's not like the the heads of ExxonMobil and BP are actually going to be like, oh, yeah, let's stop oil then. Well, I mean, but I mean, I think they see the writing on the wall, too. I'm guessing that they're. The, the problem they're is looking for a transition. The problem is thing. they saw the writing on the wall back in the 1970s. They did the research. They paid for the research that initially uh, pointed out <laughs> climate change right. as being a man-made problem. And right. they quickly buried it. Yeah. And then spent tons of money into climate change denial. Yeah. Right? And so, so nonetheless... What we do have, though, right now is somebody with a, a very interesting pulpit, uh, so to speak. A literal one. Uh-huh. Uh, from <laughs> which to preach the gospel of climate change. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I think that it's, you know, we wouldn't be hearing this from uh, old Ratsy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just, I am. I'm very disturbed that our quote-unquote secular government has been firing and uh, scientists left and right, or they've been quitting, defunding their defunding their work, mm-hmm. getting rid of their uh, of all of the evidence mm-hmm. based anything evidence based is out. Turning the EPA uh, from a watchdog organization that's out there fighting for the the, the environment, the climate, the people. Doing into, like the into an organization that is just protecting industry, right? right? Yes, and it is now. It's they should probably just change the letters. It should be the IPA, <laughs> the Industry Protection <laughs> yeah, Agency, exactly. as opposed to the. But let's not forget that Trump has pulled us out of the Paris Accords, right? Yeah, the Paris Climate Accord. Yeah, uh, and uh, he also, you know, called climate change a hoax. Yeah, perpetrated by the Chinese by government. The Chinese, right? Yeah. So oh. so literally our secular government is becoming a dogmatic conspiracy theorist cons- conspiracy uh, organization. Yeah. And the dogmatic conspiracy organization <laughs> of the Catholic Church has turned into the watchdog of science. Right. I think we've gone a little topsy turvy, frankly. Yeah. We're in a weird time. It's weird, you guys. It's a weird time in the world. Uh, You know, it's not just these United States where uh, conservative Christians try to deck the halls of our secular government buildings with Christian 
propaganda slash iconography. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking us to Bavaria in Germany. Oh, Bavaria. Schöner Deutschland. I uh, feel like a pretzel for some reason. Yeah, suddenly we need 12-foot-tall <laughs> beers. Uh, the premier of Bavaria, Marcus Söder, uh, Söder has, present, has decided to uh, put a cross... In all state buildings, prominently displayed at the entrance oh, God almighty. Okay. of every state building. Okay. Uh, he says the cross has, quote, a defining effect on the identity of our society. Oh, God. And it, uh, it somehow it, it shows our Bavarian identity and way of life. It should be a hot cross bun, <laughs> not a... The Germans do have some baked goods, it's true. <laughs> um, he... Again, let's continue a theme, shall we? Which is that the heads, the national heads of Germany, both Germany's Roman Catholic Church and Germany's uh, Bavarian uh, or, or Protestant Church, both of the heads of these two uh, organizations live in Munich, which is the, the capital of, uh, of Bavaria, mm. and both have come out against this. Good Lord. What the fuck? Is happening. The Cardinal Mar Reinhard Marx, who is the, uh, the 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 Archbishop of Munich and uh, and sort of head of the entire German Catholic, like all of Catholicism in Germany, okay. said, "quote The cross can't be ordered from above." He said, mm. "If the cross is seen only as a cultural symbol, then it's been misunderstood." And and wow. claimed claimed that Surder's uh, decision has brought division, agitation, and confrontation. Topsy turvy. <laughs> what the fuck it's is all topsy turvy? What the fuck is happening? Up, what's up is down. What's down is up. Dogs and cats living together. <laughs> Mass hysteria. It is. It's so funny. Yeah, the uh, uh, Bishop Heinrich Bedford Strom. Which is the uh, Munich's Lutheran bishop uh -huh. um, and head of the evangelical church in or, uh, in Germany, uh, which is the AKD, uh, basically said that this move that using it politically, using the cross as a political device, mm -hmm. quote, uh, it basically it, it demeans the meaning of the cross. He says yeah. um, <laughs> that means loving your the cross means loving your enemy, helping the weak. And is a commandment of love for all instead of using it to ward off others, which I love that sort of vampiric <laughs> idea that the cross. That's what garlic is for. <laughs> right. But it, you know what? It, that's kind of what it's doing. It's like, you know what? We, it, it's making those who don't see the cross as, uh, as a, cause you and I, mm -hmm. if we see a cross, it's unwelcoming to yes. us. Yeah, that is true. If, you know, if if a Muslim comes in, that's basically saying we don't want you here. Right. You're using it the way you 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 think it affects vampires. <laughs> so stop it. Here's, here's another weird twist to this, which is that uh -oh. he's actually trying. This this Marcus Söder guy is actually trying to, in part, use this move to bring people a little further left of right. Because he's using it as a way to try and woo people who have gone to the far right, uh, um, which really? the far right uh, party oh. in Germany is called the AFD, um, Alternative for Germany, um, oh, right? And that party is the party that's been like they're hugely anti-immigrant, they're wildly xenophobic, um, and the. That, and they've they've done well in recent years because of all of the uh, the influx of refugees from uh, the Middle East and Northern Africa. Right. And so this is actually a move to try and like pull the most hateful xenophobes from the far right to just the mostly right, just the <laughs> the right as opposed to the extreme radical right. right. So he's trying to placate them. Yeah, he's like, look, we're super Christian, too. That's so, not how the radical fringes of no, movements work. No, but it's weird. It, like, again, topsy-turvy. Let's put up crosses to pull people from the extreme right. 
world doesn't make any sense. None of it makes any sense. The world doesn't make any sense anymore. I think that is the theme of today's show. Oh my god. Um, well, I'm going to stick in in uh, stay in Europe. Okay. Two stories. Oh, yeah. oh. I have two stories. They're essentially the same story. Uh, with uh, in different countries. Oh. Uh, dealing with slightly different things, but the outcome is is sort of the same. Okay. Uh, Denmark has uh, passed a law banning burkas and niqabs in public. Okay. Uh, they, of course, join uh, other European countries like France, Austria, we'll get back to Austria, and Belgium that mm. have uh, passed similar laws. So, you, wait, you can wear a burqa in the comfort of your own home if you're feeling kind of kinky? <laughs> Whatever turns you on. I damn. love it. Uh, the uh, Yeah, so... Let's let's just get down to definitions here. Okay, uh, Dan, what is the difference between a burqa and a niqab? <laughs> Do you know? I re- I really don't. Uh, I bet you could, in general terms, at least describe kind of both of them. I feel like a burqa is head to toe. Yes, and it covers it and covers to wrist and ankle mm-hmm. all the way. Does so, the burqa cover the face entirely? So so, so far. Without where you just went with the face, you yeah. described both. They're, okay. they're both highly covering right. garments, right. right? Robes. But one of them, one of them covers the face pretty so, much entirely. So the, the burqa is the nice one that has the little net screen, oh. so that the women can see out, but you can't see in. Okay, like they're you know like in a big mascot costume, right? Right, and there's that little right. little screen. Um, That's and, what I'm going to start thinking of women in burqas as just. <laughs> Islam's mascots. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. As long as there's like a little trampoline, they can they like, can do a dunk. bounce off of, and <laughs> flip and do a, yeah dunk a dunk a basketball. Uh, the niqab leaves area around the eyes open. Oh, okay. The niqab it's like a slit. Yes. So that you're like a a, a middle aged uh, look like a ninja. Uh, oh, a ninja. I was I was going to say someone in a in armor and oh yeah, yeah. In a nice yeah. in a nice suit of armor. More of a, a very loose fitting ninja outfit. Yeah, is what yeah, a, yeah. Niqab a flowy. Like. You're, you're a flowy ninja <laughs> in the niqab. Well, anyway, uh, Denmark. Uh, yes, they say that uh, that this law is not aimed at any specific religion. <laughs> That's the the government's official stance. Um, Along with uh, the full face veils, balaclavas would also be banned. Mm. Um, it does not, however, ban headscarves, turbans, uh, uh, Jewish skull caps, or face coverings for th- that are worn for quote a recognizable purpose, such as during cold weather. So, oh, you can cover your face with a scarf, right? So, because if it's-, it's recognizable uh-huh. to their sort of culture i guess yeah that's where that's where you're on pretty shaky ground logically speaking like i the the ostensible justification for this is that if you're not showing your face in public uh you could be up to something nefarious is that what we're talking about yeah i mean i think the, the the yeah the justification is we need to show our faces in public for public safety right that that's that's why we show our face um, it's how we identify you from somebody else who might be up to no right. Good. So, right. so if yeah, if that's, if you can if you can get away saying. with walking wandering around the streets with a, with your face covered, then you could commit a crime and nobody right. could identify you. But when it's snowing and it's super cold and the wind is blowing, nobody would ever think of committing a crime right. under that circumstance. So the. A scarf is okay. A scarf is fine. Let's see, you can cover your face. You're, pretty, that's, you're clearly, you're clearly Danish, right? You know, what is what is what is that? Or, is you that? know, if if you just maybe you claim you keep bees, yeah, and so you can cover your face. I I, I think essentially as long as it's a Burberry uh, pattern, right? It's yeah. okay, right? Right. Yeah, just claim that you're cold all the time. <laughs> Islamic ladies. So that's the one story. That's Denmark. Okay. Uh, over in Austria, uh, Austria. <laughs> oh boy, uh, the how, their right wing government is planning to shut down uh, seven mosques and expel up to sixty imams. What? Uh, in what is being described as just the beginning of a crackdown on political Islam uh, and foreign funded Islamic communities. 
Whoa. Uh, they, uh, they, they said. I mean, I get it. There's the problem. So, so like, there's this big problem that we can't really talk about, which is that inside of the sanctuary of a church, mm-hmm. if they're fomenting like violent dissent, that's a problem. That's against that the law. Be, yeah. Are they? I don't know. But like, you know, uh, we have to be able to do something about that. Right. They're, and they're not. They're, you, so it doesn't sound like they're trying to be random about kicking out imams or whatever. The, so here's here's the deal. Yeah. Um, Islamic immigrant communities, just like any immigrant community. Right. Uh, may have difficulty raising enough funds to build a mosque. Sure. Or perhaps even hire a well-trained uh, imam. Right. Right. Uh, so what the government of Saudi Arabia does, and I don't know if it's officially the government that's doing it, but there's an entity in it's, it's Saudi money right? that, um, pays for the construction of mosques the world over right? and sends in their, uh, their Wahhabist imam clerics or right. Yeah. Their, their radical vision of Islam is being exported right to these mosques all around the world. This is the argument against it. That's what they are specifically saying they're Well, okay, they're well expelling, then, then right? I got news for you. You've got to get rid of the Mormons. Because yeah, all of the Mormon churches are funded out of the United States. Uh-huh. Uh they they are foreign in, interests. They are sending in their their communiques mm-hmm. all all of the messaging has to come from Salt Lake City. Yeah. So if it's foreign involvement that you're worried about, right? Mormons are worse. Yeah, that's true. But they, uh, they, but they don't. They're sort of white-ish or white-er. Yeah, and, and uh, ostensibly Christian. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and also I'm sure there are far more Muslims in Austria than there are Mormons. Mormons yes. Uh, the uh, yeah, just the fact they're closing down seven mosques that would lead me to believe that. I mean, if they did the same to the Mormons, they Mormons wouldn't even exist anymore. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to point out the hypocrisy of the move. No, 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 I hear you. I hear you. I mean, what they're if it were just about like security and the the, the things that I'm guessing they're talking about, the ways that I'm guessing they're talking about it, if it weren't about racism and just islamophobia straight islamophobia mm-hmm. that would be a different thing right. and again mormons aren't doing any of the bombing so the the, the mormon suicide yes, uh, exactly bombers <laughs> yeah. more mormons are more dangerous in just their proliferation of like flavored soda drinks and floral prints yeah yeah bad shoes that's the problem. The bad shoes thing is kind of changing. Like there's a really? there's there's a Mormon like hipster movement happening oh. in Provo. Oh. It's gross, but it's gross in a totally different way than the bad 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 shoes. <laughs> the bad shoes are still there. They're still there, but there's a there will always be frumpy Mormons, Dan. Oh yes, but there will always be frumpy everybody's. Um, <laughs> so how ecumenical? I'm gonna I'm gonna Dan. do a story about the Boy Scouts of America. Uh, or rather, sorry, the, they're changing their name. The Scouts. The Scouts. I don't know if, I don't know what the new name is going to be. But they're letting girls in. Yeah. Uh, they've been making big changes. The, well, the new name is Scouts BSA. Right, which doesn't make any sense because we know what that B stands for. You can't trick us. Yeah. The B stands for boys. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, maybe, maybe they're going to change it. Maybe it's like now. Scouts bullshit America. Right. <laughs> Something. Uh, yeah, they've definitely had plenty of BS in their day. The uh, the scouts have of late, and we've talked plenty about this. They've allowed in the the girls. They've allowed mm-hmm. in the trans. Mm-hmm. They've allowed in the gays. The gay scouts of America. Good lord! Uh, what are they doing? So what one one could wonder if the one last group that they ha- have not allowed in will be allowed in oh. which am us yeah uh they they you know one wonders if maybe they'd be open to also letting open atheists go camping yeah learn to tie a knot you know what i mean like yeah. 
it seems pretty easy. If you're being that fucking inclusive, maybe you can just maybe let... The, maybe the BSA stands for best suck it, atheists. <laughs> it does stand for that. Uh, in point of fact, the, no. the National Executive Board has resolved... <gasps> Uh, to, Fuck them. To reaffirm their duty to God. Fuck them. I hate them again. Yep. Yep. Whereas. Fuck the scouts. It, yeah. They literally like had a resolution with all of the whereases and then a therefore. Uh, <laughs> as they love to I do. I love whereases. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They reference the scout law. They reference the scout oath. Both of which have uh, mem- have duty. You know, the scout oath has the. Begins with, on my honor, I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country. Gross. So they're leaving that in. They're set on that. And then uh, also this, the, the, the scout law has a f- reverence or uh, whatever. Yeah. And that reverence is apparently about religious duty. Um, with all of that, they have resolved that they reaffirm their unequivocal commitment to the declaration of religious principle as fundamental as a fundamental component of the mission of the boy scouts so don't think you get to go scouting anytime soon cuz you don't <sighs> i hate them it's it's so stupid <laughs> it's just Why so do they stupid care? first of all give it the times ding dongs well yeah, they're they, they, they if, just if you're lost, letting everybody else in. They just lost their biggest group of yeah. of scouts, which Don't, is yeah, which is the the Mormons. Don't exclude people. You can't we just lost a quarter of your membership. Yeah, you can't literally look at some demographics. You can't afford to not have us. <laughs> yeah, we're growing. Yeah, we're, you're we're losing movement. You're losing everybody else. You really can't afford to lose us. But oh my god, you don't get us anyway. Uh, don't join the Boy Scouts, the Scouts BSA, the bullshit Scouts, whatever bullshit they alliance. Are. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, BYU, Dan. Mm, BYU. Uh, You're the one that went there. You know they have a Hawaii school. They have a campus in on in yeah. beautiful Laie on Oahu. They, uh, this was actually sent in to us from a listener, Kevin, in who the- lives in Hawaii. Okay. Uh, he called this in, looked it up, and uh, it's true. Okay. Apparently, they've had a, 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 a horrible outcome after a student who uh, reported some violence on campus mm. toward one of her friends. Mm. Um says that uh, campus security failed to really respond. Oh. And the long and the short of it is, she's the one who gets kicked out of school. I think that's BYU policy. <laughs> right? If you report, if, if you make everybody uncomfortable by reporting a crime... You're the one. Would you please leave? You're making us all feel very weird. And it's not so simple... She was a foreign student. Oh, in on a student visa. Oh no, which was immediately revoked. Oh, and she was required to go back home to that shithole of Portugal. Ugh. Oh, this just sounds awful. Yeah, who would want to live there? <laughs> Poor girl. Anyway, I mean, she was kicked out. She, in she was kicked out of Hawaii. It was Hawaii. She was yeah. in paradise. Yeah, and uh, and, and everything was- looks pale compared to. By comparison, but um, but yeah, uh, back to back to Portugal with her, and so here's how it all went down. Okay, she uh, this friend of hers was assaulted by a boyfriend or some guy uh, who she knew. Mm. It was right outside the their um, athletics facility or okay. like something of the Field sort. House of some sort that this uh, this girl worked at. This Portuguese girl. Okay. Right? So she was able to look up on the security cameras and see exactly what went down. It was all it was crystal clear apparently. Captured you could on see who the guy is. You could see her. Well, she calls up campus police mm-hmm. who come out. Campus security. Campus security. Uh, she's coming to. Um, it could be just campus security, 
But here's the deal. They don't do anything about it. She reports this, this crime, this offense, whatever. Security does nothing. So she, after the, the, the university has failed to respond, because she also approaches various school officials multiple times, uh, with clearly with no instructions of, well, call the police yeah. or, hey, this is what you should do. It's, oh, okay, we're going to do something about it. So she takes her, her, her phone and records video of the video playing on the security camera system. Sure. Right? And then she gives that video to uh, the victim's family. Oh, wow. So they could figure out what to do with it. Because right? nothing was happening. Because nothing was happening. Uh, so BYU Hawaii uh, says that that was their property. And that this was a completely inappropriate release of video camera footage. Right. And that she's now suspended and therefore has to leave the country. Hey, it's our decision whether or not anything is done to this man who beat a woman mm -hmm. in yep. full view of a, of a security camera. Yeah. She says, I was just trying to help someone. It's not like I did it for fun or I did something and I was aware that I was doing something I wasn't supposed to do. I was just trying to help someone. I was in shock. Well, this is after weeks in of fairness, trying to get the university to do to take anything, any action whatsoever. Yeah. Well, at least they kicked somebody out of the university. <laughs> you know. Squeaky wheel. Uh yeah. gets apparently taken off the cart. Apparently, now that this has received a lot of really bad media attention, uh -huh. they have suspended the attacker. Oh, good, good. So they, they but not brought the girl back from Portugal because that would. No, no, she clearly broke the rules. She she broke a rule. We that, have rules here. Right. You can't like, and that's much. And and honestly, violating their privacy by by showing somebody else uh, a video, mm -hmm. way worse than actually beating someone. Oh yeah, apparently. Must be dealt with harshly, swiftly, and irrevocably. <laughs> oh, my God. The Lord don't make mistakes. No. And the Lord tells us what to do. No. I, you know, okay, so I thought I was, I, I, I've been deciding between two, uh, two different stories to talk about. We could talk about the raid that the Chilean police made on the, the Catholic Church uh, in Chile. Mm-hmm. Um, because Chile, because uh, you, we've talked about the whole scandal that's happening in Chile of uh, church, uh, you know, sexual abuse, child sexual mm -hmm. abuse, and all of that sort of thing. Right. Um, but I think I'm going to talk about a giant statue of Marilyn Monroe instead. <laughs> uh, in, this Sounds is, far more fitting. This is a giant. It's twenty twenty six feet tall. This huge, God. huge statue of Marilyn in her iconic. Pushing her skirt down as it blows up uh, from Seven Year Itch. Yeah. Standing over Who the grave. Who doesn't love that image? Everybody loves that image. It's delightful. Yeah. It's uh, truly amazing. And if you as a gay man can appreciate a woman's skirt being blown up, I think we can all appreciate it. I appreciate it. it on different, sort of different grounds. Well, it's not like I'm being turned on by this statue or whatever. But I'll tell you who's definitely not being turned on by this statue. The church that is being mooned by her currently. Not... <laughs> Literally, you can't, you can't see anything. Come her, on, her ass. I mean, it is clad in in panties. Holy shit, you can see stuff. But it's pretty intensely like like the yeah. It's it, it's her legs go all the way up and her and her and there she is in her underwear. Right, and it is apparently aimed directly at the congregation's <laughs> church behind. <laughs> this is a temporary exhibit. Uh, this this statue apparently moves around. Oh, um. Oh, and it's just there for a uh, the down. It's in Stamford, Connecticut. Their Stamford Downtown Special Services District's Art in Public Places series. When do we get it here? I've got a perfect place to put it. Oh yeah, yeah, somewhere along South Temple, just aimed at the temple. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this is what she should be doing from now on. Is just. <laughs> Showing her ass to churches. Yeah. Right in the middle of the intersection there, facing Brigham Young. Love or it. no, mooning Brigham Young. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is a, this is a, it lasts through the summer, but man, some people have their panties in, in a twist about it. Yeah. Um, 
They no just... pun intended. No, the pun was very much intended. Frank, what are you saying? I I meant that pun. Anyway, oh God. Uh, yeah, they. Um, yes, various people. I was trying to get you off the hook, but <laughs> talking about uh, how they uh, how it's very offensive. Mo- most people are fine with it. It's very funny because like there are like just there are children like climbing the legs and playing under her skirt and whatever, which I think is just delightful. But yes, people are saying it's disrespectful to oh, the church. Just awful. Everybody, you know, I just love the idea of people exiting a church and that being the view that they're getting. Yeah, I figured there would be some roughly frilly whatever kind of making her a little bit more decent. No, but no, no, no. She's, uh, you just, you just get a a, a big old woof <laughs> of her of her ass. Amazing, yeah, amazing, Dan. Well, all right. If you guys have uh, anything to say about anything you've heard so far on the show, yeah, you can write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com is the address, or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six six six. 8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page too, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but Dan, we'll let you in. It's very exclusive. You guys are very lucky to be a part of it. Hey, Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, Dave Dobenmeyer is a name that we have unfortunately become familiar with. Coach Dave. Here on the TGIA. Former head coach of a high school football team in Texas or something like that. Inspirational figure. Oh, my God. A real smarty. You know what I mean? In in all of his videos, if you go and look up his videos, he's always always wearing a baseball cap with a cross on it because he believes in the cross. And he's always in front of a green screen image of a stadium. Yeah. He's not at a stadium. No. no he's no. no longer a coach. No. No one's hiring him to, to coach football. This is branding, Dan. But he's coach. Very clever, very clever branding. Coach Dave. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, he has a message for uh, people who feel pride about being gay. You know, it's Pride Month, Dan. Yeah. Pride parades happening across the country. Oh, it's not pride we should be feeling, Dan, but shame. What happened to shame? Didn't I do that last week? Didn't I do a show on that last week? I think shame is a good thing. Shame breaks you down. Shame drives you to your knees. Shame lets you know that you need a savior. What do you mean? Why do you make them feel ashamed? They're going to go kill their baby. Don't make them ashamed. What? Hey, guys, these dudes... At the gay pride parade, prancing up and down the street. Hold your ears. Get your children away. Get you right now. Get your children away. Muted. Whatever. Do you know that those men doing that put their penises in the rectum of other men? Do you know that? Do you know that's what they do? And you think that's normal and you think that's okay and you think the Lord is okay with it, but coach, don't shame them. They're out there saying pride. They're proud of it. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. They're they're proud of it. it. It's it's like he just barely found out himself about anal sex. Right? Like like he's so more he's like, "Hey guys, guys, holy shit, I just Wait. found out about this." Okay, cover your kids ears cuz what I'm about to tell you will blow your mind. <laughs> and do you know what straight people are doing? <laughs> he puts his penis into her vagina. Oh, oh god. my god! What are you people doing? Uh, it's like they'll put their penis into anything that feels good. <laughs> like there's a overwhelming driving impulse to do so. Right, and some of them are doing it in holes that I'm not attracted to. Uh, what? Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. Repellent. Shame, though, Dan. Shame. It's a good thing. I think. I think one thing we can agree with Coach Dave on is that 
We should definitely be pro shame. I think pro I think if there's anything if there's any productive feeling in the human psyche, mm. it's shame. Oh yeah. Just get on board that spiral and just oh. slide on down, get baby. Get shit done, Dan. It 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 doesn't. It just paralyzes you into oh. uh in, into righteousness. Whoa, whoa, it's a righteous whoa, whoa. paralytic. You can, shame. Yeah. I like shame. Shame's a good thing. Yeah. Don't don't shame them, coach. They're just pride. Proud. Pride, coach. You, are you proud? Don't you like feeling proud, <laughs> coach Dave? Coach Dave's so proud that he puts his penis into the correct <laughs> into, into the into the uh religiously correct holes. He chose correctly. Yeah. Hmm. It's so much better. It's so much better to make sure that you're putting it in the right hole. Uh, well, there you have it. Dave. Oh, I see a hole in your f- thinking, Coach Dave. <laughs> uh, we have voicemail. Don't we, we have yeah? some people who uh, who wanted their voices to be on. Well, they one of them called in, Dan. Well, one of them uh, called in, and one of them uh, is sent us a voicemail via email. Which I think it is works. fine. She, hey, you whatever know, by whatever means. Yeah, exactly. You record your voice. Yeah, if it's if it's if usable, it's pertinent. Well, we'd love to. Yeah. We'd love to use it. Uh, if it's <laughs> and and so so, why don't we do that one first? We'll do Allison first. She okay. she wrote into us uh, with this this commentary. Excellent. Hey guys, this is Allison, and I've been listening to your back catalog from the beginning. I think I'm somewhere in the middle of 2013 right now. In several of those early episodes, it has come up that y'all don't think that atheists have a unifying belief. Rather, atheists are only unified in the lack of a God belief, in contrast to religions, which are unified in having God beliefs. Now, I've only listened to four or five of the current most recent episodes, and this issue hasn't come up in those. So it's possible that you don't define the situation that way anymore. But if you do, I want to send a few thoughts your way, because I disagree. I think atheists do, in fact, share a unifying belief. It's not unlike, um... In Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, when Rosencrantz says he's not been on boats plenty of times, and Guildenstern corrects him saying that what he's been is not on boats. Not being on boats versus being not on boats. I see something similar happening here. You say the common feature for atheists is a lack of a god belief, but isn't the common feature rather a belief system that lacks a god? Everyone's got to have a belief system about the universe and what happens in it, a worldview, right? I don't think you can not have one, whether you're conscious of it or not. Atheists understand or believe the universe to be governed by natural laws with non-divine causes and consequences. Consequences. <laughs> Theists believe the universe to be governed by a divine force. So it seems to me that the difference between theists and atheists is not belief versus lack of belief, but worldview with a god versus worldview without a god. What do you think? Uh, and feel free to totally disregard this if it's irrelevant because I'm still in 2013. Love the show, guys. Thanks for doing what you do. Well, thanks for that, Allison. Yeah, thanks. Uh, You know, you do a Tom Stoppard reference. You know you've got my heart. (laughs) You know you've got me. Uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, wow. She went went deep Mm, with that. Okay. Um, I don't know if I agree with her or not. I'm actually actually of two minds about the thing. Yeah, I, I myself have two thoughts on it. Okay, uh, why don't you go? The first one of, uh, is, um, I think, any argument that helps us feel kinship as atheists and feel that we do share uh, and points out the things that we do share um, as far as like our, 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 our worldview and, and sure. whatnot, that that, that that cannot be a bad thing, mm. right? That is, that is something that should be encouraged and we should be looking for arguments that unify. Sure. Because I think it's important that we have a sense of community uh, amongst atheists. Sure. However, I still don't officially buy the argument that, uh, that, 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 we, that we do really. That, 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 that to be an atheist, one must share the same worldview. I, 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 don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I don't, what I don't think... First of all, I don't think that theists, the the thing that binds them is just a god belief. Mm. I think they have a like every, in, within every organized religion, there is a series of dogma mm. uh, centered around maybe their god belief, but all but but 
lots of different dogma that they hold to. Right. Um, that well, that unify and bind them together. Sure. Uh, and that's well, a, that's a system of beliefs. Right. Whereas I think that most atheists, and again, I'm not even going to say all, but right. most atheists, yeah, we kind of believe that that uh, that there are natural laws that govern the universe sure. or whatever. But if you showed us evidence co- to the contrary, we'd just sort of believe that. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's not that's not a series of that's not a belief system. Right. It's just you know and I choose not like personally it is my like my theology, not theology. My cosmology mm. is entirely to not believe anything for which there is insufficient evidence. So I just choose not to establish beliefs about most of the universe. Sure. But let's say you let's say there's this person who doesn't believe in God. Right. Right. Uh but maybe believes in some kind of woo. Yeah. Right? There's, there's they, they don't have a, a a a specific God belief, but they believe, well, there's there's energy and there's this that binds us together. And I don't buy into that. And that's right. why I hesitate to like accept that. I have atheist but, friends who are who are into astrology. Mm-hmm. I have atheist friend. I know atheist people who are into yeah who who are very much into the idea of a universal energy system, right. and I don't buy into any of that stuff. Right, exactly. And so for me, like I think that's what we were talking about way back when. Mm. So she's right to point out we haven't really talked about that that concept. For, yeah, we for thought quite a we while. had it figured out, Allison. <laughs> Thanks for bringing it and up. Now, and now you got to throw a wrench into the work. <laughs> no, but I, I still feel, I still feel pretty much the same. That yeah, that it, that that there, that there doesn't, that there really isn't anything beyond I don't believe in God that makes me an atheist, right? Right. And so, but again, Allison, great. I, I applaud the argument. I, I think, I think it's. It's uh, worth and, thinking and, about, and a, and a sense that like that we should be trying to find things that do tie us together. Um, but then I would just step back and go for m- the more humanist type stuff. That, oh. that our humanity is what ties us together. Yeah, and I and and I don't see that as connected to, uh, to atheism. atheism. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, humanism is not connected. Is not like atheism is not the foundation of humanism. Exactly. Right. Yeah. In also, my mind. also right. I have spent time not on boats, and I have not spent time on boats. Both. <laughs> I think both of those apply to me. You can't hold me down on any of that. All right. Uh, well, we do have another uh, uh, voicemail. And uh, this is from somebody right here in Salt Lake City, Dan. Oh. Uh, and she has she's responding to um, uh, another caller from a few uh, weeks back. Who was uh, sharing some some uh, details about uh, a funeral? Yeah, that she had attended, and the the, the, uh, the way that her church started doing funerals, and and so um, here we go. Okay. Hi, Frank and Dan. Uh, my name is Taylor. I live in beautiful but rainy right now, Salt Lake City, Utah, with you guys. Um, just this week on the show, I listened in, and you had a caller. Can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. Um, she called about chanting in funerals, and you guys made a crack about Zen Buddhism. Well, my boyfriend's family is Buddhist, and we just went through the experience of his grandmother's funeral, which was terribly sad, but also seven straight weeks of chanting in a funeral. Every Sunday we had to go for at least an hour while a monk came to bless and I guess some sort of sanctifying of her home because she had died there. And on top of not understanding Chinese, I don't think the chanting had anything to do with her. But yeah, pretty scary stuff. The stuff we do for family and love, huh? Anyway, thanks for the show. Always loving it. Uh, Have a good day. Bye. Well, thanks, Taylor. My um, goodness, uh, that sounds awful. The, I'm sorry, <laughs> like you're just like yeah, you get you have to deal with uh, the passing of a loved one, and then also uh, seven weeks was it of go yeah, that, and hear somebody chant at a house? That seems excessive. Why are you Why are you talking to the house? 
<laughs> There's no need to, to chant at a house. There's a bit of grandma left there is probably the problem. I guess. They got to get her out. Like, this is, it's get so, her spirit someplace I, else. Fucking I love. I have no. Clue I love when about. when the Eastern religions start to get dogmatic. I love it when it start when they start to get like the woo the 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 the, the creepy woo stuff uh, in. Yeah, this house <laughs> is clean. Like, what are you doing? Why are you you're and yeah, you, you're probably right because if I know Buddhism and I don't, uh, it's not about the person. The chanting is just chanting. Uh-huh. And what does it have to do with anything? Nothing at all. <laughs> you're Damn. just saying words in a place. That's all you're doing. <laughs> Congratulations on saying words. I know. Over and over and over in a place. Made some people feel better. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, you know, if you're ritual- doing something creepy and weird, I hope somebody feels better because of it. Right. Ritual can be really important in processing grief, and I mm-hmm. and I'm on board with that. We talked about that on the How to Heretic uh, yeah. with with Paige that mm-hmm. that like establishing ritual and you and you know and for us, it, what's great is that we have the freedom to establish our own idiosyncratic ritual. We can do mm-hmm. what are you know if your ritual involves just getting around, cracking some beers, and uh, going around in a circle with your friends and telling stories about your lo- your lost loved one. That's a great ritual. You know what yeah. I mean? We get to us- we get to decide what our ritual is as opposed to I guess we've got to do the ritual that I've never connected to but is prescribed for me by my belief system. Right. But yeah, maybe hopefully it made somebody feel better. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. boy. Whatever. Uh, well, Dan. Yeah. Uh, it's time to thank a couple people. Thank you. And a few people. Actually, thank all of our current Patreon and uh, PayPal supporters. Yes. Uh, but specifically, uh, we have a couple new uh, patrons on Patreon. Okay. Uh, they both signed up at the venerable level. Lovely. Thank uh, you. Which is $2 an episode. Great. By the way, that's astounding. Again, you get to choose the level at which you, you support. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, let's thank Jessica. Thank you very much, Jessica. Thank you. And uh, James. All hail Jessica and James. It's the Double J crew. Uh, all they Here's what they did. They went to ThankGodImAtheist.com. Mm-hmm. They clicked on the Patreon button. Mm-hmm. It's super easy. You just sign up. You decide what level you want to help us out at. And then you give that for per on a per-episode donation basis. Yeah. And then uh, we hail you as one of the great people. Absolutely. And I'd like to let you in on a little secret, folks. Yeah. Right? Like, let's say you're like, oh, a dollar an episode means $4 a month. And that just seems a little steep, if you ask me. Um, you can set a monthly maximum. It's okay. a little, it's a little dirty secret. Yeah. But let's say you wanted it to only be two dollars for the whole month. You can say, "I'm, I'm only comfortable no matter how many episodes you post this month. Do it at two, right?" So, if it sounds steep, it doesn't have to be. Just do whatever you're comfortable give, but do give as much as you are comfortable giving. <laughs> Find your max, find your comfort level, and max it out. And let's. I want, we need now to thank somebody who did just that. Yes, indeed. Uh, our top donor, uh, she reigns supreme forever. She's our wave. Lord and Savior, Angela. You're a peach, Angie. Dan. Yes, sir. Did you know that uh, we don't have just a heavenly father? What? Well, how can you have a father without a mother? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, right? I think we're not supposed to talk about it. But no, no, this is... Okay, so that's... So, Dan, when we were kids growing up in the Mormon church, (laughs) that is how it was. It was like... It was like, did you know? It was basically like, we have... There's a, you know, the, we're so grateful for our heavenly father mm-hmm. and for the Holy Ghost and for Jesus Christ and for blah, 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 blah. And then someone's like, and we also have a heavenly mother. Everybody shut up about it and let's move on. <laughs> but they don't do that anymore. Well, they are more willing to, they don't really speculate, but they, they're, they're willing to actually 
mention her as a figure. They're like right, a tiny in, in the cosmology of Mormonism. Uh, there are actually like little books out that are like published by that are, that are sold at like Desert Books, which is the Mormon-owned bookstore uh, chain. The the, um, the church has put out one of their essays that is intended for all the outsiders to read, and none of the Mormons actually read them. But mm. they've put out one of their essays about Mother in Heaven, right? And so it's this it's this crazy cuckoo thing that they've really started to get on board with. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit of background, if this is all new and, and you've never heard of this before. Right. Mormon theology, sort of their understanding of uh, the, the afterlife and what our purpose is as human beings and whatnot. Yeah. It does not work if you don't acknowledge that there would have to be a heavenly mother. Right. This because- figure must exist logically even though there's no real mention of her uh, in uh, sort of Mormon scripture. Right. Because we're talking about, though they never talk about it this way, a polytheistic religion. Right. A religion in which there are uh, countless gods, mm-hmm. but only one for us. Right. Only so one governing us. They're monotheistic in, this is the one we worship. Right. We're practically There are plenty mono- others. Right. It's a practical monotheism. <laughs> For us. Right. But out there in the universe, mm-hmm. there are many gods in the, the multiverse. Way, the way that we know this is that we are promised, as Mormons, mm-hmm. that we get to be a god later. Yeah, I know. Isn't that fun? Sorry. Scratch that. As Mormon men, oh. we get to be a god later. Oh, but what about then, goddesses? But then everybody guesses. There does seem to be a big gaping question there, which is what? Okay, great. All us guys have a fun goal. Right. Uh, and if you're goal-oriented, what better goal could there be than to be all-powerful, all-knowing, and <laughs> like in control of your own universe? It's kind of the top goal you could ever set for Feels yourself. Feels pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and what do the ladies get to set goals for? Cleaning heaven. I don't know. <laughs> Be like, by their man's side. Be next to know? the guy who achieved that goal. Yeah, exactly. Behind every successful god... <laughs> There's a woman or five or 20. Which is also part of the whole thing. Right. Men can have multiples. Women cannot. Um, But yes, so logically speaking, if that's the case for us, then why wouldn't... And by the way, a man can't achieve highest exaltation and therefore God status without a wife. Right. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's necessary. Yeah. You can't do it. Right. You can do it, you know, and if you've got a bunch of wives, they'd probably get through there faster or whatever. Right. So, if that's, and and that's modeled on our God, the, as God is, man shall be, and as man is, God once was. This yeah. this is sort of the whole kit and caboodle with their thing. Right. Uh, so, it's this, it's this cyclical, God creates man, man becomes God, and then that new God creates more does the same thing yeah it's a it yeah it perpetuates into ad infinitum uh well you know they figured out the 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 fact that the universe is infinite yeah long before anybody else did dan well they must they might be on to something i don't know uh but here's here's what that means is that you have to go be able to go backwards as well as forwards and that means that we've got at least one heavenly mother yeah they never talk about the possibility that there's mu- multiple heavenly mothers. I think they all secretly know it, though. I don't know. I've only heard of a heavenly mother. I you might to- have a different heavenly mother than I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pooping, they've, they've pooping their, out spirit babies. They're, 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 they're sister wives in heaven. Sister right? wives in heaven pumping out the spirit babies. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> Wow. So, yeah, I mean, there's all of these. So there are, it goes back a ways. Uh, there's no record of a, quote, formal revelation to Joseph Smith on this doctrine. Mm. Um, the the mo- the earliest references we, we have to it are actually after Joseph's death. Uh, the ladies started piping up about how he was telling them about this stuff. <gasps> Apparently, he wasn't preaching this in the church. But in the bedroom. But, but. 
to was... placate the ladies. What? Because he had a lot of women to please. Yeah. He came up with this doctrine and told them about it. Uh, it was pillow talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, baby. You're going to be right by my side. Well, sometimes right by my side when it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, and we'll all be creating in heaven <laughs> together. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. Uh, for the longest time, the word was, we don't talk about her out of respect. Oh, right. Do you remember hearing She's that? She's very special. She's yeah. very important, and we don't talk about her because we respect her so goddamn much. That's such Mormon think right there. Like, That's its secret. It's not secret. It's sacred. Right. Crap. Explain to me how the way we respect God is we talk all about him all the goddamn time. <laughs> But the way we respect Heavenly Mother is we shut our fucking holes. We don't acknowledge her existence. Just explain to me how that's the respectful thing to respectful. do. Respectful. That's what women like. They just want. She just wants to be left alone. She doesn't need all this attention. She doesn't want to be put on a pedestal. Well, I'm going to give you uh, Elder Rudger Clausen's uh, take on it, which is the fact that we do not pray to our Mother in Heaven in no way belittles or denigrates her. Mm-mm. We honor wom- woman when we acknowledge godhood in her eternal prototype. <laughs> w- wait. So what you're saying is we acknowledge her godhood, mm-hmm. but we don't treat her like a god. Right. We don't pray to her. Right. But she's a god. Right. But she has no personality. Making no sense. identity. Nothing outside yeah. of her godly husband yeah i mean that's it right oh I've, i think i've combined two so the fact that we do not so the first part of that quote was actually gordon hinckley and the second part was rudger uh Clarkson. gotcha all right president gordon b hinckley says that it doesn't belittle or degrade her um yeah it's uh i it it's goofy and uh and it's funny but you do hear the phrase heavenly parents i'm a child of heavenly parents oh yeah only one of them. Only one of whom I'm on speaking terms with. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's protecting us from her. Maybe she's a real bitch. She's such a bitch. <laughs> she like lit- she was abusive uh, both verbally and whatever. So mm-hmm. like she's up there creating us and and doing whatever. Yeah. But don't pray to her because she will just scream at you. Well, he's still mad that she sided with Satan in the. <laughs> In the war in heaven. He couldn't exactly kick her to the curb, but... Oh, my God. He's still mad. Well, if she did, then she was right. I know. Oh, Uh, Mormonism, Dan. It's, you know, uh, I'm just going to point out, we're only talking about Mormonism because uh, that's what we were raised with. Whatever you were raised with, if it it was likely just as stupid. Oh, easily. Once you stop and look at any of it, like, how can you say that, like, this is so cuckoo crazy right? compared to, you know, oh, but the Trinity makes sense. Right, exactly. Catholicism <laughs> makes no more sense than Mormonism. We're just more used to it. That's all there is to it. Uh, if Matter of fact, kids, if you have a weird theology with which you were raised, mm. we'd love to hear about we it. We would love to hear about it. Please write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or, Dan, yeah. did you know what? that you could call and leave us a voicemail message? I could. If you really wanted to. Or they could. Anyone can. Anyone can. The tele- I can definitely call us. <laughs> the telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yes, true. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And our LO page. Just kidding. Nobody does LO. That was a joke. I don't even know what that is. (laughs) Or, you know, while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It's a closed group. It's moderated. It's civil. Yeah. And it's uh, it's awesome. It's great. Check it out. Go to our Snapchat. Just kidding. That's also not a thing that we do. We're too old. Uh, Hey, speaking of Facebook, by the way, let's thank uh, Mackenzie for all of her amazing work on the Facebook page. She's awesome. And also thanks to Sarah, Danny, and Amy for moderating the Members Only Lounge. It's their, their peaches all. 
And, of course, a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and also Gordon Johnston uh, for the use of their music on the show. And thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it when you do. Bye now. Goodbye. Bye.